because you've you've been writing your whole life but I'll just you know the phrase is you know the budding artist or the budding mm-hmm. writer or, or musician and really and I, I do like? see it still as budding because I can see my growth through the years mm-hmm. and and somewhere along the line I did realize that it was a god-given talent um you know I used to just think well I was okay but and when people would tell me how good it was I always took that with a grain of salt but eventually I heard it enough (laughs) that I don't believe I'm a fantastic wonderful writer anything like that but I do know that God has gifted me with the use of words in a way that people can relate to research portion for you looks like but I do know you were mentioning before we started recording that you have multiple translations of the Bible but there's one in particular you've been using and have appreciated and I think it's adding another flavor to your writing. I think so too and a lot of people that have no idea what I say when I say it's the CJB version. Yeah I didn't (laughs) know what that meant. Can you clarify? Yeah that's the complete Jewish um, Bible in uh the study version and they use the Hebrew terms mm-hmm. um, as much as they can the Hebrew names and of the the people the places the terms that that they used and what it they clarify more what they originally meant mm-hmm. when they were written for the Jewish people and and I just really appreciate that little extra bit of you know like we were talking earlier, Jerusalem was actual, actually Yerushalayim because mm-hmm. the letter J does not exist in the Hebrew alphabet. Yeah, I did not know that. And it's usually translated as a Y, yes. which changes, you know, Jesus becomes Yeshua. Yeah. And so it it, uh, it makes a little bit of a, a difference. I think it's interesting. People yeah. seem to enjoy it. And it, and it does. And it, it's not just about like adding flavor for the sake of adding flavor, no. but it really is. It's clarifying a little bit more. And yeah. And, and getting down to, to the roots. And I, for me, when I, when I see those words, what comes to mind is, is there are people who are like, oh, well, biblical translations, like, are they really accurate? And as far as we know, mm-hmm. and in the research, you know, talking with some friends last night, we were talking about the accuracy of the historical documents, right. the Bible, mm-hmm. and that they're extremely accurate and they line up and, and across the board in these different translations, they line, they line up and, and some are more um, thought for thought versus word for word. So there mm-hmm. is a spectrum based on, on that. Where, um, But I think tapping into the Hebrew or like Latin words or things like mm-hmm. that is a reminder of this this document is long standing. It's God's right. word. Oh, it's yeah. enduring forever. And um, it's been around. It's still here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It adds that yes. historical context, even just for a moment as you're reading over that sentence. So do you know where the, um, what is it? The complete Jewish Bible, CJV. Mm-hmm. Um, CJB. B, mm-hmm. I mean, sorry. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes. Um, do you know where that is on that spectrum in terms of thought for thought or word for word? I know NIV is about apparently in the middle, um, but, I, but I don't, if not, that's okay. I, I believe that it falls more closely to, to what the original word actually meant. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I should have wrote down would, some examples because yeah, sometimes no, it, okay. there, yeah. there's something that you just really wouldn't have gotten if they hadn't told you. Mm-hmm. Um, but another version that I use side by side with my CJB is um, the history of uh, the, oh, what is that one? History of the Bible Museum. They, we better cut this. <laughs> no, that's okay. I can't. I can't. Um, it's the the people who did the the history of the Bible. Okay. Um, they did a a Bible themselves, and wow. they made it relevant to today. So they almost every page has an article about somebody who used that verse, somebody famous, or uh, an organization that was started because of a certain passage, or how even um, Dale Earnhardt had Bible passages given to him every day before his races and, oh, wow, and things that. like that. I've learned a lot of lot of interesting things through their takes on, on how we can relate in modern times. It's, a, it's actually an ESV translation, but done um, by the, the people who did oh, the, okay. the Museum of the, the History of the Bible. So it's the ESV translation with all these added features about, you know, this president used this part in his inauguration or or this leader used this or all kinds of different things, you know, the the different Samaritan's purse and things like that. They tell you how it how it came to be, you know, what what verses started it all. And so you can relate it to the things that are going on today. So I try to take the two together and, and sometimes I get ideas of what to write about because of something that I read in in that one that clarifies things today. Yeah, so we're talking today about um, gateways to creativity. And so it already sounds like there's a <laughs> there's like there's a couple ways um, you know that, that of things that you found inspiring or you know infusing your creativity or whatever right, word you yeah. want to use. There are. And I really enjoy listening to contemporary Christian music. I, I get a lot of inspiration from that. Um, and there just are so many different things. that the As I watch my days play out, I remember the things that I read. And, and it just gives me things to, to relate back to of real life. Um, like arguments with my grandkids. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those are real life issues, and the way I handled the one yesterday <laughs> was not Christ-like. Mm-hmm. But that comes back to me saying, Linda, you're not acting the way that you should be acting in this situation. But um, there are just so many different places to get inspiration from um, TV shows sometimes, and you just keep your ears and your eyes open, and you see God mm-hmm. working and as you as you develop that sense that that says he is here he is around me right now even though i can't see him i can find you know that i have light coming into my house because he provided the sun today and mm-hmm. i have heat and electricity today because he provided a way for that and so <coughs> i think a lot of my inspiration also was for for 6 years god carried carried me and my husband without jobs mm-hmm. and we didn't lack we didn't have plenty of everything but we didn't lack we had a home we had vehicle we had clothing we had food 
we had heat, we had lights, we had everything we needed. Mm-hmm. And he found a way to provide that day after day after day while we were busy doing other things like health issues and stuff yeah. like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I get a lot of a lot of inspiration just from the way that I see he, him carry other people. Um, I enjoy pointing people to him. If somebody comes to me for advice, if they know me at all, they should know where I'm going to point them to. <laughs> and if that's not where they want to go, then they need to seek advice from somewhere else <laughs> because he, that's the only place you're going to find the answers. Yes. I don't have them, I, but I can point you to the one who does. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I really, I enjoy music. I enjoy listening to good sermons. I I really like reading other devotionals as well. And um, Rabbi Schneider, Rabbi Kirk Schneider in Toledo was mm-hmm. a big part of, he, I'll never forget him him saying, read a daily devotional. And it was because of that that I went out and I got the devotional that he was currently reading. And that's what started my devotional collection. <laughs> but I, lo- I love his books. I, I like to read other people's devotionals. And uh, just uh, through mentoring other people. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of inspiration through mentoring. Mm-hmm. Because they come back and, and they either have an issue that they're asking for help with or they're telling you how they got something worked out and and how God showed up in their life. And, and I get a lot of inspiration coming back from God appearances. and that being maybe a gateway to inspiration and creativity we're you know you're talking about mentoring but and I'm also thinking about it's the body of Christ and how you've you've also received oh absolutely that affirmation and the mentoring always goes both ways it's never just for one person mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when people try to find the reason that God has them go through a situation and I most often will tell them it's probably because you're going to need that information for somebody coming behind you that you're supposed to help mm-hmm. and you can't help them if you haven't been there yourself yeah well you can try but yeah right. it's a lot easier they trust you more if they know that you went through it and you came out and yeah you're living proof yeah you can reach in and help grab them <laughs> yeah yeah, so that that's amazing. So we've been talking about the devotional you write. Just another plug on Linda Pask Fowler, P A S K F O W L E R, lindapaskfowler.com. Um, and so we're talking about writing and the gateways to creativity in our series that's just cr- Christian artists and musicians and writers. And we just really want to affirm people in their creative process um, that there's doubt is common you know yes. even oh, in the absolutely. calling um and we just all have those days that, that you know things just don't come together just, things just aren't working out and and we wonder you know am i walking the right road am i doing what you want me yeah. to do is there something i'm missing and and we always go through that i think and i think it's part of this the seeking mm. 
writing some notes real quick for later but um okay so linda other than writing devotionals um are there other things that you're interested in writing like novellas or or i don't know has anything else or is this you know what let's take it one project at a time and you're focused (laughs) on the devotional because that's a daily thing for you it is um, and, and my hope is that once I have enough of them, I want to turn it into a book, mm-hmm. um, just, just to get it out there. Um, not, I don't expect any kind of bestseller thing or mm-hmm. anything like that because it, it has nothing to do with me. It's just another form of getting God's word out to people. Um, as far as doing other projects, I have been asked to to do things a little bit deeper, but, and I thought about it, but I'm not ready to go there yet Mm -hmm. because, um, since I started my, when I did start my writing, um, my husband and I were empty nesters Mm -hmm. and it was easier. (laughs) And now we're raising Mm -hmm. an eight year old Mm -hmm. and the other kids are just down the road and life just gets so crazy that right now the daily devotional is what I'm focused on. Yeah. What will come later I had a very spiritual person tell me one time that she was told I would do seven books. I have no idea what wow. those would be, <laughs> but <laughs> how to raise. But it's something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you're spending your time. Yeah. Probably, yeah, because that's the easiest thing to write about is things where you've been, what yeah. you've done, things you have have seen and known and and seen through others. So, <laughs> and and yeah, I. I think this day and age, more and more, you can, you know, do self-publishing or, you know, you can be an independent right. musician or artist and, and release things yourself. And if it's not going to be about the money, mm-hmm. there there's great freedom in that path right. um, where you can kind of define things on your own terms. And when you have specific spiritual convictions or, or things like that, um, there's freedom in that. Right. You know, yeah. but for people who want to make it into a career, I, I'm not necessarily sure what, you know, if that's I'm the best sure route for them right. or not, but you have art musicians and artists like mm-hmm. Josh Garrels, sure. who's doing that with his family and, and they have to kind of change their family lifestyle and all of those things. But he, you know, that's the route he's chosen to take mm-hmm. and he's got really unique music that I really appreciate. Um, there's just a lot of life in it. It's Christ centered. And it's it's real. And he's not trying to be different for the sake of being different. He just is enjoying the process. So, you know, but he's 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 an independent artist in the Christian community that that has made it pretty far. Yeah. And and I don't want to say on his own terms, but in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I would love to be able to to make a living at at doing this. Amen. And I would hope and pray that somehow that I can do that. Those seven I, books. Yeah. Hey. I can't, uh, I can't go out and do another job mm-hmm. on top of everything I'm doing. I tried that this winter. You need it something not flexible, <laughs> right? You need something. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, I, it's not about the money, but I, I saw a thing I could put on my website, which I think I would really like to. It says, buy me a cup of coffee. And it, and you could put a donut, a donut, a donut. <laughs> Don't eat a donut. Ooh, oh, yeah. Ooh, hey, donuts. I'll take that. You, you know, I need to get one of those buttons. Have. Don't eat a donut. <laughs> Mail it here. 
right. Life is good with my morning coffee here. Right. <laughs> but um, a lot of people don't stop to think, you know, that when you're taking mm-hmm. half of your day and spending it doing something like that, you still have to pay the bills. You still have to have the lights on. You still have to have the Internet or you can't get the message out. And if you don't have any source of income, yeah. God will make a way, but sometimes he wants that way to be through support of other people who yeah. appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. And and I don't want to ever come off like, hey, pay me for this. I deserve that or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it would be really nice if I could have the relaxation of knowing, well, at least I, I got enough to pay the bills and I can eat this week so yes. I can write in freedom. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and and so what does that look like as as a as a and and I don't know if this is the right term to use because you've you've been writing your whole life, but I'll just you know the phrase is you know the budding artist or the budding mm-hmm. writer or, or musician. And really, and I, I do like? see it still as budding because I can see my growth through the years mm-hmm. and and somewhere along the line I did realize that it was a God given talent. Um, you know, I used to just think well I was okay but and when people would tell me how good it was I always took that with a grain of salt but eventually I heard it enough (laughs) that I don't believe I'm a fantastic wonderful writer anything like that but I do know that God has gifted me with the use of words in a way that people can relate to Mm -hmm. um sometimes comical and (laughs) I'm usually on the comical side I think (laughs) because I think everybody needs a good laugh in a day but but life is serious too and we can't just kick back and and let it roll by without paying attention to what's going on and focusing our direction I used to want to open a craft store that I wanted to call Fowler's Follies. But the <laughs> more that funny. I have read into the Bible oh, on the folly. word folly, yeah. I'm like, you Don't know, be associated thank with that. you yeah. for never letting that happen yeah. because that would have been a terrible thing to tack prophecy, on Hopefully name. not, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and we do those things because... We don't have knowledge. We aren't aware. We, you know, I wasn't walking with the Lord in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember many years ago, I thought a form of affirmation was um, the Guidepost magazine does a writer's contest every year. Oh. And I entered one year, long, long time ago. And in my mind, I said, God, if you want me to be a writer, I'll win this contest. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I won't. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> yeah. But he still turned me into a writer. It's just that wasn't the right time. That wasn't the right platform. That wasn't where he wanted me. And I hadn't grown enough yet to be able to be used by him properly. (laughs) And, and isn't that the thing? There's a, there's a couple things you said there. I'd like to attend to, um, one of them being, you know, well, well, why can't this just happen now? Why can't I get noticed right now? Or why can't I just, Lord, why can't it just be a season where I can just write and, and publish this right now? Or Lord, I there's art I want to sell. Like, I just want to get in the game. I just or I right, just yeah. I, if I could just get it out there. If, or if people would just subscribe to my channel. Or if people would just <laughs> what we find, you know, in perspective of the Christian context of of walking with Jesus is it's this journey, and He knows our hearts, mm-hmm. He knows our desires, and He knows where even other people are at. He's moving pieces. He's always working because right. He's faithful. Yes. Um, and, and like kind of like the example you said, our church yeah. has used recently with the puzzle piece, just one piece. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know where that piece goes. 
<laughs> you don't know what that picture looks like. And it doesn't look like much sometimes, no. right? And and God just weaves everything in and out and all around and takes every tear and turns it into a golden thread or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but he uses every situation. I don't believe there's anything that happens that that he doesn't use. I I sat down one day to write about why a Christian should never use the word coincidence. Ah, and then I found where Jesus used it one time. Oh. And I my my message that day changed as I wrote it because God said, now wait a minute. Because the Christian the biblical definition of of the word coincidence is things happening that are designed supernaturally to come together. Hmm. And, and isn't that what it, everything yeah. is? I yeah. mean, that yeah. everything has been designed in that fashion to come together. Um, in a redemptive way, too, right. that glorifies him and, and is good for us. Right. Because his goodness is so expansive. So let's, thank you, Linda. Let's take a quick break and um, we'll be back. Okay. What's up, worshipers? This is Leisha Cole here, your host. I hope you've been enjoying this interview with Linda Pask Fowler. And remember, you can check her out on our website, lindapaskfowler.com. And we're going to continue this episode um, where we're talking about gateways to creativity. Um, so stay tuned for the parts following this episode. <laughs> <laughs> 